you are making the world a better place by listening to the Joy of Living podcast. This is your guide to achieving a more purposeful, powerful, and positive life. Join Barry Shore in unlocking the best version of you and becoming happier, healthier, and wealthier. And now, here's your ambassador of joy, Barry Shore. Good day, beautiful, possible, be loving, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good, and you have found good in abundance. Welcome to the Joy of Living podcast with your humble host, Barry Shore. And you have tuned in for one reason and one reason only. And it's the best reason in the whole world, because you care the most in the entire world about you. Y-O-U. And that's great, by the way, because when you become the best you, you make the world a better place. You build more bridges of harmony, create more joy, happiness, peace, and love. So I applaud you for tuning in. You tune in consciously and conscientiously. And you did it because you know that on this podcast, we work with the three fundamentals of life. And these three fundamentals enable you to be happier, healthier, and wealthier. Who doesn't want that? <laughs> I got to tell you, at the moment, just to make things even better, you are joined by approximately 348,613 people around the world, all tuning in for that same reason, because they care the most in the entire world about you, yourself, and making the world a better place by being the best you. And that's what we discuss on the Joy of Living podcast. And get ready, buckle up, because you're going to meet one of the most remarkable powerful, giving beings on the planet, Dr. Matt Chalmers, and he'll be here in just a few minutes. So right now, we're going to discuss the three fundamentals of life, because you know these three fundamentals make you happier, healthier, and wealthier. They are, number one, your life has purpose. That's right. Life has purpose. And when you lead a purpose-driven life, number two happens. Now, in this case, a good number two, you go MAD. Now, MAD is a wonderful acronym that stands for make a difference. You lead a purpose-driven life, you make a difference in the world. And the third fundamental of life is to uncover the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. Simple example, right now, we're hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people around the world watching through the magic of the internet. If you ask anybody, what does WWW stand for? They'll tell you, invariably, it's the internet. Factually speaking, they're correct. But in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, WWW stands for what a wonderful world. And what a, is a word, right? W-H-E-T-A, what a wonderful world. Thank you, to, of course, to Louis Armstrong, Satchmo, for enabling that amazing song, What a Wonderful World, to go viral and not just touch tens of millions or hundreds of millions, but billions of people around the planet. Whenever you hear the opening bars of what a wonderful world. What do you do right away? You can't help you smile. Now, smile is one of the most important words you can ever internalize, utilize, and leverage in your life because smile stands for seeing miracles in life every day. Every day. Now, thank God I'm 
doing uh, in-person events again, lots of energy, lots of hugging and such. This reason I did uh, been 1,176 people there. And it was fabulous. I'm telling the story about Barry Shore and talking about miracles, seeing miracles in life every day. And some people raise it and say, hey, Barry Shore, Barry Shore, I've been up for hours, I haven't seen any miracles. And I asked them, are you here? Can you hear? Can you stand still? I can't do that. Can you walk? I can barely do that. Do you have water to drink? Do you have food to eat? Do you have a place to sleep? Do you have family? Do you have friends? Every single one of those is a miracle. What's the proof? Simplest proof. A million people didn't get out of bed this morning. You know why? They died. By definition, if you're watching or you're listening, you haven't, you didn't. You have an obligation to live life to the full exuberantly. So imagine the following. There's a story about me. Standing up in the morning, totally, completely healthy, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound, and that evening in the hospital, completely, totally paralyzed on neck down. It's called the quadriplegic. Nothing about body movement. I can only communicate by blinking my eyes. 144 days in the hospital. I was two years in a hospital bed in my own home. I couldn't turn over by myself. Four years in a wheelchair. I had braces on both my legs, my hips to my ankles, and that was progress. Thank God today I'm able to be vertical and ambulatory with the help of a seven-foot walking wand. So I'm a tripod, not a biped. I still can't walk up a stair by myself. I can't walk up a curb by myself. I have helped 12 hours a day, seven days a week. But hear my voice. Positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, all because of one word. Smile. Seeing miracles in life every day. I got to tell you a quick story. My 80-year-old niece comes over to me a few weeks ago and she says, Uncle Barry, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile, S-M-I-E-L? I thought about it. Smile, smile, sounds the same. Why not? I asked her, how come? She says, because then it would stand for seeing miracles in everyday life. An eight-year-old out of the mouth of babes. But what was she doing? She was creating the kind of world she wants to live in. Now, create is one of the most beautiful acronyms you could ever utilize in your life. It stands for causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. Yes, it's that shift in rethinking. And Matt Chalmers, Dr. Matt, is going to talk about that. Now, of course, I got to tell you, <laughs> I've been working with people for more than 42 years. And 97.2% of all the people I've ever worked with drop the F in shift and the other stuff happens. You got to be F and careful with your F. You got to shift your perspective just a little bit. And then you internalize these six words and this will make all the difference for your life. These six words are choice, not chance determines your destiny. Choice, not chance determines your destiny. How you respond in any given situation will determine the pathway and the trajectory of your life. And before we bring on wonderful Dr. Matt, I have to warn him and I have to warn our new listeners, hundreds of thousands of people, you're always inviting new ones. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I do use a lot of four-letter words. I even use the four-letter F-U word, and I do it because of the shock value and it's fun. Now, of course, the four-letter words that we use, because we live in the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant are love, life, hope, free, gift, pray, play, swim. And the four-letter F-U word is fun. Fun, yes. F-U, capital N, capital N. People say, hey, Barry Shore, Barry Shore. Fun's only spelled with three letters. Not in our world. Well, the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. Fun, fun is spelled F-U, capital N, capital N. So after the show, when you see your family and friends, you point your finger and say, F you, everybody. <laughs> Remember to add right away, capital N, capital N. Where did you get that? I said, I listened to Barry Shore on the joy of living. He wants to teach the world to F you, capital N, capital N. Now, before we bring on wonderful Dr. Matt, 
I'm just going to urge everybody to use the two most powerful words in the English language three times a day because it's good for you, your family, your friends, and all living beings. And these two words are, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks stands for to harmonize and nurture kindness. Imagine you go into your um, your coffee shop, order a fancy latte, you sit down, someone brings it to you and say, thank you. You go to the coffee shop, you order a fancy latte, and a couple of minutes go by, nobody brings you. You go to the counter and say, I'm sorry, we forgot, we're busy. So come, come sit down. A couple of minutes go by, you bring somebody brings you and say, thank you. You walk out of the coffee shop, it's raining out. Somebody holds the door open for you. Say thank you. You're walking out of the coffee shop, it's raining, and somebody slams the door on you. You say thank you. You're in traffic, you're late from the plane, somebody cuts you off. You say thank you. You get up in the middle of the night and you stub your toe and it hurts. You say thank you. To harmonize and nurture kindness. Kind is an amazing word that stands for keep inspiring noble deeds. I can't think of anybody, anybody that I can share with you right now that inspires noble deeds more than Dr. Matt Chalmers. Dr. Matt, please say hello to 357,822 people around the world. Hello, everybody, and thank you for having me. <laughs> How does it feel to be had? <laughs> it feels fantastic. Thank you. By the way, Dr. Matt, when was the last time anybody said F you to you and you laughed? Uh, it's been a little while. <laughs> well, F you, capital N, capital <laughs> N. So if I were to read and tell you about uh, all the wonderful things about Matt, Dr. Matt Chalmers, he's not just a doctor of chiropractic. First of all, he cares. He is deeply involved in making sure that people become healthy, physically, mentally, spiritually. So I start reading all of the CV. It's going to take the rest of the show. But suffice it to say that he is a health and wellness expert. He is the author of one of the most important books you could ever get, Pillars of Wellness. We'll talk about that. By the way, everything you want to know about Dr. Matt is at my website, www.whatawonderfulworld.barryshore.com. So don't have to write anything down, don't remember anything. Just lean in, let it flow around you, through you, because it's amazing what you're about to hear. Let's just jump right in, Matt. You please, you'll allow me to call you Matt, right? Absolutely. Thank you. And let's talk about women's health. Now, when we say women's health, we're not excluding men, but let's specifically begin with women's health. And I'll ask you why and what we're doing and how we're going to do it. So the reason that I, I it's funny because when my, my editor read my book, she said, you know, when did you become a women's health expert? And I said, I, I'm not. I said, it just nobody else does anything for women. And so when somebody does anything, it makes it look like that's all they do. Uh, so no, there's a lot of things that we're kind of, we haven't been doing for women's health. Um, some of the biggest ones are with when women have PCOS or endometriosis, it's a chemical issue and it's usually they're missing myoanastazole. So if we can increase the myoanastazole, that helps. But the other thing is that a lot of women don't understand that if we, if they have too much estrogen, then that can cause cancer. If they don't have enough testosterone, they're going to have bone density issues, memory issues, weight issues, things like that. So there's a lot of misnomers and misinformation out in women's health that keeps these things kind of in a, in a weird place. Uh, the other big thing, I was talking to a bunch of female athletes the other day, women, because of the way their bodies are created, if the during their cycle, their, their uterus puffs up with blood, pushes out on the pelvis, and it can offset the pelvis. And so a lot of women end up with knee injuries, female athletes blow their knees out within three to five, seven days after their last cycle. 
So getting their pelvis realigned and resetting those muscular, the musculature in there is very, very important for specific uh, issues within women's health. But there's a, there's a ton of things psychologically, mentally that we've got to work on with women as well. So women, as you said, first of all, I like the word created. Uh, women were created uh, different than men. Oh, hello. It's not a controversial statement I just made. It is fact. It is true. And Dr. Matt can prove it. You don't have to believe me. <laughs> he knows it's not, he is dedicating his life to studying and helping. So let's just unpack a few of the things that you mentioned. Uh, first of all, it would never occur to me, of course, that, uh, let's say, women athletes, after giving their all in whatever they do, whether it's swimming and racing, et cetera, that they'll, their pelvis structure will be affected adversely. That's what I'm saying. And that you're making mention that, oh, hello, one of the ways that you can help yourself and get you back into the groove again is by being adjusted, let's say, by yourself, other chiropractors who are trained specifically in, in these issues and therefore realign. Is that correct, what I just said? Yes, yeah. So it's funny because when we talk about the creation of the woman's body, the angle from the hips to the knees, it's called the Q angle, is 30% larger in women than it is in men because the female pelvis is designed to separate so a baby can pass through it. So what that means is that the forces at the knee are greater. And so if the pelvis gets out of alignment just a little bit because the femur is the same bone at the hip as it is the knee, if it rotates a little bit up top, it's going to rotate at the knee. That's why finding a pediatric and pregnancy chiro to help put that pelvis back together is really, really important for a lot of our female athletes. Wait a minute. I, I, I first of all, am loving everything that I'm hearing. Don't write it down. Don't worry about it. Just go to the website and listen to this again. And you want to share this with at least five people so that they will, will touch a million and a half people around the world. Notice what Dr. Matt just told us, that the design, the design, not just, gee, what happened? The design of the pelvis to the knees is in a triangular formation, and it's 30% larger than in men for the express purpose of bringing life into the world. So first of all, let's celebrate that. Celebrate, celebrate, dance to the music. So that's a wonderful thing. The second thing is that Matt is sharing with us that all of these issues can be worked with to promote women's health and abilities. Uh, I'm going to go into deep waters, which is not what we want to talk about at the moment, but since you brought it up, uh, I am personally and vocally uh, in favor and animate, adamant that women should be allowed to participate in what we'll call in sports with other women. Men should participate with other men. And we're talking biological. I don't care what it is that you want to say emotionally, spiritually, whatever you want to say. But if you're a biological male, you participate with other biological males. If you are a biological female, you participate with biological females. So I don't want to put you in a box, wonderful Dr. Matt, but I think you'd agree with me based on what you're saying. Is that true? It's 100% true. The, uh, you know, it, it really kind of shows me in the MMA sports, you know, and the track athletes, they're, the, the men are just winning all the time. But in actually what's going on with a lot of the problems with like MMA sports, men are beating up and sometimes almost killing these women. And so it is a 100% thing that we don't, we, we need to keep the men in the men's sports and the women in the women's sports. If we want to create a whole separate category for 
the, the, the middle piece, fantastic, knock that out. But we need to we need to keep the women working with the women and the men uh, competing against the men. And the benefit, of course, I see, is not only that we don't have gender confusion in the in the in the basic population of hundreds of millions of people, billions of people around the planet, because people watch America. We don't want gender confusion and gender dysphoria. But on the other thing is that people competing in their own arena makes everybody better. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what you're saying. You're saying, you know, by definition, men are X, Y, Z, and therefore more capable in certain things because they're longer, they're taller, they're, et cetera. Well, let women participate with women, and that's, guess what will happen? Everybody wins. When you bring in foreign elements, and I'll, by the way, I'm going to use this in the biological sense. Uh, okay, I'm not calling men and women's sports a cancer, but I am making reference to this idea. When you bring in foreign substances, substances into the body and the body politic, you create a difficulty for the body to maintain itself in the most optimum health. Is that fair to say? It's 100%. Like, the, the funny thing is I always tell people is that like, you don't catch cancer, you grow it. If you put the wrong chemicals in, if you allow the wrong chemistry to be in the body, it will go sideways. And that sideways is oftentimes cancer. So it's, it, you're 100% right with your analogy. Woo! I got an A from Dr. Matt, and Dr. Matt knows, he knows so much. By the way, those of you who are privileged to be watching this, not just listening, if you're listening, it's great. There's no question. But if you're watching, you'll notice that uh, Dr. Matt Chalmers was born to be a chiropractor. <laughs> he is, what are you, you are an endomorph? Is that what you said? Yes, I'm an endomorph. So, okay, so let's unpack that for, you know, let's not use trade terms. What okay. are the different, what, what does that mean? So when we, talk, when we talk about like, you know, body function, like people come in there, I want to gain weight. I want to lose fat. I want to do whatever. Perfect. So you look at the somatotype or how their body is built to be built. And so it's basically how your body uses insulin. Uh, they like to say sugar, but that's not really the issue. It's the insulin. So you have the people who can't gain weight at all. They eat whatever they want to. They never gain weight. Those are ectomorphs. The guys in the middle are mesomorphs. Those are the guys who can eat carbohydrates, you know, proteins, whatever. It doesn't really matter. They just cut their calories down. They lose weight. And then you got guys like me on the other side who are endomorphs. We gain muscle and fat very easily. But if we eat any type of sugar, our body stores it as fat because our body would prefer to burn fat. These are the people who do really well in like a keto or a carnivore style diet because our bodies want to burn fat as a fuel source. And so that's, that's kind of where I am. Um, and so it's real easy for people to, when we start, you know, I tell people who I do concierge work with, send me a picture of you right now in a bathing suit and send me a picture of what you want to look like. And I can design the diet and exercise to get you where you need to go. It's just, that's just how it is. But I need to gain weight. Well, you might need more sugar to gain weight. I need to lose fat and gain muscle. You need to have zero sugars in your body. Keep your insulin levels low and you'll get where you want to go. Would you like to see me in a bathing suit? <laughs> and it's, I, I wear a regular, I don't, you know, it's actually not a bathing suit. It's so funny about words. It's a misnomer, a bathing suit. It's a swimsuit. In other words, nobody goes bathing in a, in, in a, in a tire. And I don't wear one of those uh, skinny things. Uh, but it's interesting because from the waist up, I'm much better. I'm not a. I'm not paralyzed anymore. Waist down, I'm still pretty much. My legs are. Your arms are certainly much uh, 
bigger than my legs, but uh, you should see me. So I'm not, I'm an ectomorph. I, what do you call it? An ectomorph? So you're going to be kind of in between with the ecto and the meso. So you'll become an ecto-meso. I would, yeah. I would actually, so I do lots of work with neurology. So like, for instance, plantar fasciitis, carpal tunnel, frozen shoulder, scoliosis are all neurologic issues. They're not joint issues. Uh, so I do, like I said, a ton of this. Uh, it would be, I think, fun to kind of work with you on some of those things and see if we can't reset some of that neurologic tone. Oh, I would love it. When are you coming to uh, Las Vegas? Uh, I'm actually going to be in Vegas at the end of July. Well, hello. I live in Henderson, Nevada. Okay, so we're going we're, we're booking it now, kid. And right. it happens to be that I, partially because of my situation, I am type two diabetic. Now, there's adult diabetes, so I have these insulin issues and such like that. And some of it was triggered because of being paralyzed. I mean, just all kinds of stuff. But if you look at me, you say, ooh, look at how And I swim two miles a day, six days a week. But let's, again, let's go dive back in into women's health. By the way, everybody around the world is, I urge you again, don't have to take notes. Just listen and let it flow into you because you can watch and listen again and share it with at least five people from the website. Uh, I, I mentioned this now because I want to go back into women's health specifically. Uh, when we're talking about this podcast, it's called The Joy of Living. So JOY is a wonderful acronym that stands for Journey of You. Again, this show is not about Dr. Matt Chalmers, amazing being that he is, or Barry Shore, fabulous guy. It's about you, Y-O-U, the one watching and one listening. And it's so important, Matt, what you're sharing with us now about women's health, women specifically, because, and I'm going to say this with just realizing, obviously, you're a man. <laughs> Why is it that there are no, or maybe it is, um, in the chiropractic world, is it predominantly men? Or is it, uh, what are the ratios, you know? We have, a, we have a decent set of women. I don't know the exact ratio, but uh, I've had, so in my office, I do a lot of the sports. I do the, the hormone therapy. I do kind of the supplementation, nutrition stuff. And I, I still adjust everybody. But I've had two pediatric female docs, and I have a female doc as an associate right now. So there's a lot of women chiros out, and they're fantastic at what they do. Um, some of them get pigeonholed into the pediatric and pregnancy because so many of the women get in. They, they help some women who are having issues with pregnancy, or they help babies, and all of a sudden they're like, wow, I love this. And so they kind of drift that way. Um, but there's a lot of female athletes who are you know, sports chiros as well. So there's tons of, tons of female chiros. So let's ask a question before we go to break, specifically women's health. I'm going to put you on the spot, Dr. Matt, and ask you to articulate three, maximum, three insights that you would like to share with this wonderful worldwide audience that are beneficial to women's health vis-a-vis your perspective on the pillars of wellness. So... Uh, big ones are get your chemistry right. So that's going to be hormones. You know, sometimes we have to pull the estrogens down. We have to, almost always we have to pull the testosterone up. So watch your hormones. The other one is if you have any menstrual issues, PCMS, P- PMS, PCOS, endometriosis, any of that type of stuff, just get some myoanastazole and just start taking one or two a day. See how that helps you out because the ratio of myoanastazole to deanastazole is really kind of one of the big things with PCOS. One of the patients I had just came back and told me she went from an average of 22 cysts to two and it took her three months to get there. 
So tons of pain resolved, lots of stuff. And the big thing she did was she pulled out some of her xenophytoestrogens and radically increased her myoanastis all from supplementation. So that helps out. The other one is, and this is more of a mental thing, um, you're always going to be beautiful to someone. You need to figure that out, that you're beautiful to yourself. There's people who think Lizzo is the most beautiful person in the world. And there's people who think Kate Moss, now I'm showing my age, is the most beautiful person in the world too. So in everything in between. So you decide that where you want to be and you're going to be beautiful to somebody else. Just make sure you, you realize you're beautiful to yourself too. And that'll help a lot of the psychological stuff to, to move where it needs to be. First of all, I want to say thank you because you are articulate, you're capable, you've honed in, you gave us three. I want to reiterate, the, the first one has to do with hormonal, I want to call it balance, but it's just, it's more about understanding each person's hormones and how it affects me. In other words, I'm talking about me being a woman right now. Mm -hmm. So in order to do that, like you said, education, hello. Now, I'm going to make this statement categorically. People tune in to the Joy of Living podcast that love Barry Shore, and they love the people that I have on the show, as you see, and, and you're loving it too, right, Matt? Uh, the people tune in because they think they want information. You don't. There's plenty of information out there. People think they want inspiration. Oh, I love listening to Barry Shore. Yes, but then, you know, tomorrow comes and now what's next? Really what you want, and that's why Dr. Matt is here, Matt, M-A-T-T, -T, is because you want the T. You want transformation. Transformation comes not from just information, specific information. Transformation comes not from inspiration, but ongoing, enthusiastic understanding of the world. And that is rooted in the E word, education. And as you said so wonderfully, Matt, education is the first and most important process in understanding your health and living optimally and it can be done i mean we live in a world today and it was not like this 20 years ago hello certainly not 40 years ago and and we will be in 10 years forget that where are you now n-o-w so education is number one number two as you mentioned is the menstrual cycle and let's be blunt men don't have that issue. However, if you are a loving, caring man, you do want to mention to the wonderful, loving, caring woman or women in your life that be aware of your menstrual issue. Now, you said rapidly some things to take, but then again, I'm not a doctor and we want to unpack it. I may even ask you to spell it slowly, but it will certainly be in our show notes. But if you could mention one or two of those things you said again and spell them slowly and clearly, because remember, you're in the trade. So you're doing trade talk. We want to, we're humans. So it's myoanastazole, M-Y-O. Uh, most of the time there's just... Uh, we what? just lost. Okay, we saw you. You we lost your connection for a moment. You're back. So M Y M Y O M Y O I N O S I T O L, myo inositol. And now, so if somebody went into somebody, a pharmacist, a druggist, or somebody who knows, I saw, I want something called myo something. People will say, oh, oh, okay, I understand, right? People in the know, no. Um. Not really. Uh, it's, oh. it's something I had to, I had, like, I had to go find it for my practice. So 
uh, the one that we carry, I had to go find and test for and actually bring it in. There's not a whole lot out, but my guess is that as people start understanding the importance of it, it'll start coming out. So, you know, I get all this because I wake up, I've woke up at 4 a.m. for the past decade and I read medical research for two hours. So that's how I found it. Okay. I am, I, or I wanted to bring that out from Matt. I mean, I knew that, but I wanted you to know that this is not just off the shelf stuff. This is not, when I mean off the shelf, I mean, this is not off the shelf directed, specific, useful information. This is useful, directed, powerful information that only comes one way from Dr. Matt Chalmers through the Joy of Living podcast. This is where you're rooted in goodness, what I call the ecosystem of good. And let's talk about number three. Number three, if you remember how we opened the show, I, we teach people all the time. How do you become good looking? When you're always looking for and finding the good in life. So I call that learning how to fly. What does fly stand for? First, love yourself. When you love your being, guess what happens? You radiate. You're a conduit of good. By definition, you create what's called the law of attraction. <laughs> you are good. You're attractive to someone, and those one or two or three, you don't need a hundred, you don't need a thousand. Forget that stuff on social media. That's that's not even real. You want to live in the real world. You want to be attractive to, first of all, yourself. And when you do that, you'll find you're a magnet. Am I correct on this, Dr. Absolutely, Matt? absolutely, yes. So this is what I call PMS, what you just got everybody. Ah, what's PMS? It's aligning your physical, mental, and spiritual being. And he just gave it to us in three doses. Now, I'm happy to say that we're going to go to a commercial break because we have sponsors that love us. So we urge you, of course, to uh, use these sponsors because we don't have them unless they're good for you. This is good stuff. So use their goods and services. So we're going to do a break. We'll be back in just a few minutes with more of this amazing, wonderful endomorph. Dr. Matt Chalmers. So we'll be right back after these brief messages. Don't go away. There's more goodness for you. Opportunity. What an opportunity. I'm going to use two four-letter words right now. Free gift. Free gift. Yes, you can have a copy of my best-selling book, The Joy of Living, How to Slay Stress and Be Happy, the ebook version for absolutely free. All you have to do is send an email to me, Barry, B-A-R-R-Y, at barryshore.com, and in the heading, the subject line, just write, free gift. <laughs> it's as easy as that. This is a life changing life enhancing opportunity barry at barryshore.com you'll be glad you did thank you thank you thank you free gift do it now take the action make it happen right now best wishes bye imagine the kind of place you would want to shop for your favorite fur baby pet honest Pets.co. Well, you found it. Honestpets.co. Not .com, .co. This is your go-to spot for the best, the cleanest, 
pet treats that exist anywhere on the planet. All of the brands go through a rigorous review to make sure they meet the high standards of cleanliness, health benefits, and naturalness. This site was started by a husband and wife team, and it's veteran-owned, and that care about pets, especially dogs and cats, and coming soon, bird treats. These are very nice young people who really care about making a difference because a portion of proceeds go to support veteran organizations with a focus on service dogs. This is the place where you want to go. You want to tell your friends this has the finest, yummiest, freshest, all-natural treats and stuff for your fur baby. So go there, honestpets.co honestpets.co. Do it now. Good day. Beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking. I was always looking for and finding the good. We have found good in abundance. His name is Dr. Matt Chalmers. Our cup runneth over with good. <laughs> We're learning so much. We're talking about, of course, your life has purpose, and then if you lead a purpose-driven life, you go mad, you make a difference. How do you do that? By unlocking the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms, such as my oh something. But he spelled it out so you'll be able to know more. We've spoken a lot about women's health. Let's do a shift. Remember, keep the F and shift or the other stuff happens. And let's talk about the difficulty that exists, not just in the United States of America, but it is mostly here because of us, but it's worldwide. It's the opioid epidemic. People are doing something to themselves so they don't have to face life. That's what I call it, the opioid epidemic. And it's just too easy to get a hold of. Uh, what is it that you think you can do to end the opioid epidemic, Dr. Matt Chalmers? So there's two things that we can actually do for this. One, we have to replace what we're using for pain. So we're using opioids right now for pain. And what we actually should be using is cannabis, medical marijuana. Um, if you use it in a sublingual form, you can actually cut the strips. You can take a small amount and you won't get high, but you won't have pain. The research shows us that 64% of the time we can use cannabis instead of opioids with no loss of pain modulation. So for instance, my 10 year old had to have surgery. He had plate and six screws removed from his arm. When he came home from the hospital, all I gave him were small slivers of these, the game eight strips, and he ended up not getting high and had no pain. And so the problem we get into with opioids is that while they work fantastically for pain, they're wildly addictive. So if we take too many of them, we can become addicted. And that, that leads down the road of, you know, finding them outside of pharmacies and they have fentanyl and so you die and all sorts of issues. The other piece is the addictive piece. A lot of people have back surgery or they have a car wreck or whatever, and they end up taking too many opioids to become addicted to them, and that's a problem. We can actually break that addiction with ketamine therapy. So- I'm sorry, let's let put you on pause. Okay. So you said the word ketamine. Can you just spell it clearly and slowly? K-E-T-A-M-I-N-E. Ketamine. ketamine, thank you. Yes. And what is it, and where do you get it? So it's actually an anesthetic. We've been using it for 40 something years, it is, the, it is one of the safest anesthetic, anesthetics we have. We use it in babies all the time because it's so safe. Uh, there's a bunch of ketamine clinics that are kind of popping up here and there. We're building one in Dallas to help a lot of people who are here. And then we're going to try to build one that we can actually branch out and put into other offices so that we can get closer to you. So you can come in and get the therapy in other 
therapy offices, chiropractor offices, medical doc offices. And so we're, we're going to start branching that out. But for in the next couple of months, we're just going to have it in Dallas. Uh, but that's a great thing for PTSD. It's great for uh, addictions and anxiety and depression, things like that. So it, that's, that's what we're doing with the ketamine function. So if I may be so bold, you first of all, you've identified something that is very harmful to the American public, the opioid epidemic. Because we're talking about a real epidemic. I won't go into the COVID issues because that, that, that's a whole other thing. And it wasn't COVID that was the problem. It was the lockdown that was the problem. It was the the psychological dislocation of human beings in lockdown mode that really was the problem, in my humble opinion. Uh, maybe the, lock not humble. the lockdown is a big issue. The, the complete eradication of discussion was also. It took me four months to figure out how to fix it, and we couldn't talk about it. So um, we put people... And if, people you did, and if you did, it would have been labeled misinformation or disinformation. We've, we're losing that ability free speech, which is one of the reasons I am so happy that we, Matt and I are talking and sharing this with you and why you're happy. You're, we have tens of thousands of people running around their screens right now, plotting and saying, yay, I'm so happy we're doing this because we're talking about reality. Reality is we have an epidemic. It's called opioid epidemic. And the result of that is addiction. And addiction done in a way that was, um, we'll call it benign, we'll say it that way, but it was done by dispensing physicians, doctors, anything you want to say, thinking they were doing good. In reality, they weren't. And they aren't. They weren't and they aren't. Because when you're addicted to something, I know, I mean, I was an addict. I'm just telling everybody, I've mentioned it before, I was an addict. Addiction is horrible. Yeah. It takes work to break it, but you can do it. Once you break it, wow, you're even better for it. However, the two pieces you just mentioned, Dr. Matt, you can break the epidemic with a certain amount of cannabis that, as you said, will give you the relief without the high. Although some people like the high, but I won't discuss that. Uh, but more interesting is that combination with ketamine, K-E-T, a-M-I-N-E, -E, and safe, reliable, dependable. And together, you have found the solution, the solution to the opioid epidemic. And we will speak about it because we can speak about it. And we are speaking about it. And that's why I love Matt Chalmers and you need to be aware of him. Uh, let's talk about something that you mentioned before, hormone therapy. Now, you mentioned specifically in women's issues. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about for both the male and the female human. What is it about hormones that can help in one's health? Uh, let's say, by the way, I'm making the statement at the moment. I, I hope you'll agree with me. If you don't, it's okay. That primarily, whatever you do in life, your first goal is to make sure that you are using your mental processes in a positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant way. Then you can help balance your physical situation on the hormonal level. Is that fair to say? Yes and no. So for instance, we talk about how exercise is the number one way to get rid of depression. The second one is actually testosterone. The problem is that if you don't have enough testosterone, exercise can actually be damaging to the body. And so we need to get your hormones levels back up. So 
the, the basic thing of hormones is that we have to understand they're the communication system of the body. So if you, if you have extra testosterone, for example, your, your body's going to say, hey, you need to rebuild that bone. We need to rebuild the heart. We need to rebuild the brain. We need to make sure all these things are regenerative and they're happy and they're healthy. So one of the big things, people always come back in and they go, man, that testosterone gave me a bunch of energy. It makes energy. Well, what it did was it actually let your body heal. The muscle tissue now that healed now has more mitochondria. They produce the energy for your body. So basically what it does is it helps your body heal and regenerate and build more energy factories. Those energy factories help your body to sustain and function throughout. Now, testosterone specifically, I picked that one out because everybody's made a really big anti-testosterone thing from the 80s on. It is the healing hormone. Your body cannot heal without it. When I work on ulcerative colitis or MS, I can't fix it without their testosterone levels being back up where they're supposed to be. So getting your testosterone up, and for women, I like somewhere between 80 and 150. Men, we like somewhere between 800 and 1200 on trough day. So that's that's me where those are. But the funny thing is, is how many people have come back in and told me what their hormones got back where they're supposed to be, how much their lives improved, their marriage quality improved, their energy improved, their clarity of mind improved. And they're like, this is the best thing ever. And I'm like, all we did was put your body back where it was designed to be. And that's why you feel like everything's great because everything is actually designed to be great. We just got in the way. Stress levels go high, test goes low every time. So if you're going to have high stress, you're going to have to supplement with testosterone. That's just kind of the way the world works. And the world works by design. And the world works in such a way that your body is designed to heal itself when it's given the right ingested things. So for instance, eating a 1200 calorie lunch at a fast food restaurant may not be the best thing for you, <laughs> especially if you don't exercise. In other words, you're endomorph and you're 295 or 350 and you're a professional uh, football player. Well, then maybe, but then again, you'll have many different issues. So what we're talking about, or what I'm asking you right now is, uh, are these abilities to know one's testosterone level or other hormonal levels, be it male or female, are these readily available, let's say, online by going to you online? Does one have to do it physically in person? Uh, are there other people like Matt Chalmers in the world? Can one find them, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, there's a lot of people who are now learning about hormones and how the hormones work. Um, you can go to my website. You can go to Pillars of Wellness and you can buy your own labs. We have a couple of different options um, that, and then you just go to LabCorp the next day and then you sign up for the LabCorp app and you get your results back. And so you can either read my breakdown of where they should be. You can take them to your doctor, or if you need to contact us, we can help you with it as well, but you can get your own labs. And the reason we did this is because I kept having patients come back in and they're like, my doctor won't run my labs. And I'm like, what? Like, did you tell me you pay for it? And they're like, yeah, they still won't run them. And so what I found out was that these doctors are worried about liability. They run a lab and they don't know what they're going to do with it. And it comes back high or low. They're liable. So since they don't know what they're going to do with these hormones, then they just won't run the labs. And if you're wondering, you know, for instance, a lot of doctors will pull TSH and right. I'm sorry. What is that? What is I'm that? sorry. So TSH is thyroid stimulating hormone. It is a brain hormone. It is not a thyroid hormone, but they'll pull that hormone and then write drugs off of it. And they don't actually have the information they need. They need the T3, T4. I see it all the time. People will talk about diabetes, but they won't pull insulin. Diabetes is not that hard to fix, but they don't pull the insulin because they don't understand. But if we go back to the base, base root, are you familiar with vitamin D3? Yes. It's not a vitamin, it's a hormone. 
the definition. I, of- oh, I love it. I'm, I, I'm a big fan of these things, especially D3. So D3 is made in the liver as D2. It's attached to an LDL cholesterol, taken to the kidneys and turned into D3. The basic definition of vitamin is cannot be made in the body. So like vitamin C can't be made in the body. D3 is made in the body, so it can't be a vitamin, but it is a chemical messenger. It tells your body to absorb specific ions and then where those ions need to go. So if you eat chlorine and your body goes, oh, we need more white blood cells, it takes it to the immune system. If you need more hydrochloric acid, it takes it to the stomach. So that's what D3 does. It's a chemical messenger and it's made in the body. So by definition, it's a hormone. And the reason I point that out is because our education on hormones in this country is not really awesome. So (laughs) that was Dr. Matt's subtle way of saying it S-U-C-K-S. And I just spelled it out for all of those people around the world who like understand things. S-U-C-K-S. By the way, oftentimes information is not available. As I said, we suffer from IO, information overload. However, it is not oftentimes, as I mentioned, useful information. Because what you you don't just want information. That's just stuff. That's data. What you do with it is the key. That's the T word, transformation. And that's what Dr. Matt is bringing to us. So, for instance, Barry Shore is going to be going physically or, well, I meet uh, Matt in the end of July in Henderson, Nevada, or beforehand going to his website and getting these things done and going to the labs. And then he'll be able to help me know what hormones I need to raise up and lower, et cetera, et cetera. So, cause they're, like you said, vitamin supplements are called supplements cause they're not made in the body. But then again, uh, most people's biological understanding of their own being stopped at around the eighth grade. And if that, and part of it is a, um, an attempt to make sure that you don't step on the, a well-trod path of, well, doctors know you come in and someone in a white coat will tell you what to do and therefore you do it and you'll become addicted, not just to whatever they give you, but to the way of thinking. And the thinking is, if I'm not feeling 100%, I go to a doctor because that doctor be it he or she, whatever they call themselves, is the font of information. I think one of the things that Dr. Matt is doing is liberating us. That's why he wrote the book, Pillars of Wellness. And that's called POW. Hello, POW. Pillars of Wellness. It goes along with WOW. WOW stands for words of wisdom. You like that, Matt? I love that. That's fantastic. So you get a POW and a WOW. Now, you can call it a powwow, which is a wonderful thing, by the way. It's what the the uh, native uh, Indians used to call their gatherings. And the purpose of a powwow was to create a transformational experience, which is what everybody is going through at the moment, by the way, Dr. Matt. I mean, I'm loving this. I know that, that hundreds of thousands of people around the world are loving this, and they're sharing it with five people. That's all I ask you, just five. You see, if you say 50, 100, tell everybody, that's not real. Five people. That's it. Do it with five people. We'll touch a million and a half people. And that's really what we want to do in life. And again, I want to just bring in a couple of more pieces to what you do and how you do it. Give us, if you would, two, just two anecdotes. If you want to drop names, that's up to you because you work with a lot of celebrities and athletes. You don't have to. But if you want to, two anecdotes regarding hormonal, let's say, imbalance 
that you were able to bring balance and the benefits? Oh, that's easy. So uh, we've had, I've had several people come back in after we've gotten both the men and the women's hormones reset. Uh, and they'll come in and be like, you saved our marriage. And I'm like, no, I didn't. You chose to take action. You saved your marriage. I just helped you get the information. So like when, because when the hormones come back, it's funny because women will come back in and I'm like, how are you feeling? They're like, I've got all this energy, my mental clarity is so much better. Everything's awesome. And you know, my sex drive is finally back. And you know, it's weird. My husband's a lot nicer than he used to be. And I go, <laughs> that is, that is fascinating that your sex drive came up and now your husband's nicer. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we see that a lot. We've been able to help people, uh, you know, finally get pregnant who haven't been able to get pregnant. And that is, you know, having kids is like, I have two and I love the more than anything in the world. Uh, it is a really, really big deal. So when, when someone has been traveling, having trouble getting pregnant and then you reset their hormones and all of a sudden they get pregnant and they have healthy children, it, it's a lot of fun to be part of. So, you know, you can radically change, you can create, you can help create a life and you can change drastically the husband and the wife or the mother and the father's life by allowing them to get their body back where they need to be so they can actually create this life. And it's, that is, that is probably some of the most fun stuff I get to do. See, Dr. Matt, I say it to him lovingly, F you, Matt, capital N, capital N. That's what we just talked about. Having fun in life is one of the most beautiful gifts that anybody could have. Gift, by the way, stands for godly inspiration, facilitating transformation. That's your gift. Godly inspiration, facilitating transformation. You just help transform lives through what we're going to call, for one of the term, hormonal therapy, which sounds awesome, and it is. It's really about understanding that there is true balance in life, that you're, you've been gifted, you've been created with it, and because of certain societal situations, or, and again, I think mental is a big driver, but you use the right word. You, people came in, they chose what to do. So remember those six words we talked about that you internalize, utilize, and leverage in life, the most important? Choice, not chance, determines your destiny. How you choose to respond in any given situation. So somebody comes to Dr. Matt, I'm feeling X, Y, Z, down, this. Oh, well, what do you want to do about it? How do you want to respond to that? I'd like to get better. Well, once you made the choice to get better, by definition, you're already, your body is already there, your mind is there, and now what's happening is Matt provides the pathway, right? I mean, is yes. that fair to say? Absolutely. Like, I'm, I'm kind of the guide on the journey. Like, I'll walk with you, but you got to walk. When you see the mountain, you got to climb the mountain. Some of this stuff's hard, but if you'll do it, you'll get better. That's the thing. And it's like you said, it's always, it's always the choice. If you choose to do the work, you're going to get the results. You just have to do it in the right order and you'll be fine. <laughs> uh, this is absolutely so life expanding, so good, so wonderful. Uh, I mean, I'm almost sorry to say these words that our time at the moment has uh, come to a uh, stop. But I have three questions for you, wonderful Matt. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Number one, will you come back again? Absolutely. Woo! Thank you. Number two, and you have only 80 seconds to answer this question. 80 seconds. Dr. Matt Chalmers, what is your most fervent desire? I want to end the opioid epidemic. 
We lost 107,000 people last year. I want to make it down. I want to take it down and we lose five or 10,000. That's my goal in the opioid epidemic. Ending the opioid epidemic. It is a worthy goal. It is achievable because people listening here are the point of the spear. You're the beginning of everything, everybody. And so I urge you, share this with five people. Begin to understand what are the pillars of wellness and make sure that your mindset is in such a way that you are helping yourself. Remember, you want to learn how to fly? First, love yourself. Helping other people in your family, your friends, and thereby all living beings. Okay, number three question. May I give you a hug in front of 369,813 people around the world? Absolutely. Let me tell you what hug stands for. Ready? Heartfelt, unlimited giving. On the count of three. One, two, three. <laughs> and this is the Joy of Living Podcast with your humble host, Barry Shore, and our amazing, wonderful blood brother guest, Dr. Matt Chalmers. And we've been talking today about what's good and best for you. Remember, you tuned in because you care the most in the entire world about you, Y-O-U. That's great because that's what joy stands for, journey of you. And when you use the three fundamentals we talked about, number one, life has purpose. Number two, you lead a purpose life, purpose-driven life. You go mad, you make a difference. Number three, uncover the power and the secrets of everything. The words and terms, you'll be happier, healthier, and wealthier. Who doesn't want that? The first one, WWW, what a wonderful world. Smile, seeing miracles in life every day. As my eight-year-old niece says, seeing miracles in everyday life. Create the kind of world you want to live in, causing rethinking, enabling all to excel, using these amazing, available things that Matt has been talking about. And use four-letter words. Remember, positive, purposeful, powerful, and plan, love, life, hope, free, gift, play, pray, swim, and tell the world to F you, capital N, capital N. And use the two most powerful words in the English language three times a day from now and the rest of your life. And they are, thank you, thank you, thank you, to harmonize and network kindness, to harmonize and nurture kindness. Remember, everyone, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Therefore, be kind always. Keep inspiring noble deeds. And our blessing from Barry and Matt is go forth, live exuberantly, spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go mad. Go make a difference. Matt, don't go away. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. You found the good here in Insider Tips from the Joy of Living. We are absolutely honored to have with us today one of the more important, interesting people in the world because she is dealing with cybersecurity, and she's dealing with it through one of the, the biggest and most forward-thinking companies in the world. It's a small company you may have heard of, three letters, IBM. And they take everything very seriously, especially security. Your security, the security of business, security of people, and it makes such a difference in today's world because there are just so many areas where you are at risk. So without further ado, I'm gonna introduce you first to our dear friend, Brianna Frank. 
She's the vice president of product and design for IBM Cloud. And I was just mentioning something the other day, uh, wonderful Brianna. In years past, if somebody said you were living under a cloud, you might think it's not so good. But in our world, living in the under a cloud or in the cloud is a good thing. Everybody knows that that's what, where things are happening. And we can always now say that the cloud has a silver lining and you're not partially responsible for it. Let's just jump right in. And before, I don't have to tell everybody that it's on everyone's mind, cybersecurity, because it not only talks about your money at risk, it talks about your identity at risk. It talks about the movement of goods and services at risk. So I'm going to ask you one question to begin, and then we'll just, you'll have a nice wide-ranging conversation. You were recently at the National Cybersecurity Strategy and U.S. Treasury Cloud Report Conference. What did you learn specifically that we could talk to normal human beings? No offense, Brianna, but you speak a different language. Talk to us as normal human beings. What did you learn? What's at risk here? Absolutely. So recently, the um, the U.S. Treasury released a cloud report, and I think that what they're really trying to get at is, you know, we've seen so much innovation happen, and I think a lot of that is probably driven by human behavior. Things that we've changed, our 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 patterns have really changed because of the pandemic. We are now using a lot more contactless transactions and financial transactions because you know, we wanted to um, avoid human contact, but also this concept of really infusing everything we do with AI is really ushering in this new wave of innovation. And so much is happening. We're, 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 we're moving so quickly and really embracing technology at a new level. Um, and the U.S. Treasury report, the cloud report, is really about how to keep all of that technology safe and secure. So all that innovation that's happening, how do you make sure that continues yet in a secure and compliant way? And in IBM, that's obviously been a big, you know, we're a 100-year-old company and security is a big part of our heritage and everything that we do. But specifically around the financial services industry, that's something that we've really focused on. And we've, what we've done is we've actually partnered with over 80 banks globally, and we've actually opened up a dialogue with many regulators, and we've built a framework of cloud controls that are built into our, our, our security controls that are built into our cloud. And that allows us with a higher level of security and compliance, so financial institutions can build new applications and innovate on our cloud in a much more secure and compliant way. Thank you. I'm going to ask you a very pointed question. Okay. Are we safe on the internet in the cloud? So that's a really loaded question. Um, I would say that, you know, at IBM, it, we feel it's our job to make sure that we have security built into everything that we do. So I can't, I can't speak for the entire internet, but I can, um, I can tell you that everything that IBM does is has a huge focus on security and keeping data and, and our, our clients data secure and compliant is really the first and most important thing to us. So let's talk first, we'll talk about two different aspects. One is the human condition and the second is business. I'm going to start with business, but before we do, I just want to urge everybody who's listening. We have, thank God, hundreds of thousands of people listening all over the world. Go to 
ibm.com forward slash cloud ibm.com forward slash cloud so let's talk now about business and I'm, when i mean business by the way i don't mean necessarily amazon because they're not just a business they're a huge enterprise that is off the charts let's talk about for want of a better term, we'll call it small business. Small business is defined in the United States, at least, as between having one to 100 employees. And they make up the bulk of the business transactions and revenues that occur in the United States of America and Canada. So we're talking 32 plus million or plus minus million small businesses. Is it possible for small businesses to effectively, efficiently, and economically access what the big people do and have? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's really important that we provide a platform that has that security compliance built in, and especially for a small business. And, and one of the things that I think we, we really focus on is that if we build our cloud secure and compliant enough for the, the financial institutions of the world, the most precious transactions, you know, financial transactions, you know, that carries over into unregulated industries as well. That's, that carries over into small businesses. So if we can hit a high level of security and compliance with the financial industry, we are much more likely to help and, you know, uh, keep secure the smaller business because obviously they're going to want their transactions to be safe and secure just as a, as a large bank or financial institution. Now let's transfer that to, we'll call me, regular human being. When I enter data to a, um, let's say an unknown business, but I like the business, either online or offline, I'm going to go into a place and we, to a restaurant and we swipe our card. That's happening in the cloud. That doesn't happen in you know tethered machinery anymore. So all the transactions that are happening, both bricks and mortar and on e-commerce, how does one really know that I'm secure and my data is not going to be snatched by the, I was going to say Ukrainian, before the war, the Ukrainians were notorious for being hackers. Let's call them Russians today, okay? But they're always the bad people out there. How do we know that we're always a step ahead of the bad people? Yeah, and I think we have to trust in, you know, our you know, established financial institutions that build in a, in a compliant, governed, you know, uh, methodology. And so at IBM Cloud, we really make sure that we have that compliance and security built in. And one of the things that we feel really strongly about is that your data is your data. And so at IBM Cloud, we actually have a feature called Keep Your Own Key. And keys are how you protect uh passwords and secrets and if you have keys we we don't we don't actually have access to them so we can't access them if we wanted to if someone subpoenaed us we couldn't hand them over so your data is your data and i think that's a really important factor it's a differentiated um feature that you know not everyone provides and i think it's really important and kind of highlights the philosophy of how important we believe you know data security and privacy is to our clients Thank you so much. Again, everybody, ibm.com forward slash cloud, ibm.com forward slash cloud. There's a interesting term out there called cyber resiliency. It's a great term. What does it mean and how does it apply to a human being? 
Yeah. So if you think about cyber resiliency, we back up cybersecurity is this concept of how organizations protect, you know, against a potential threat. And cyber resiliency is really how you would prevail if a threat were to occur. And so it's just a little bit different. And it's about having that resiliency baked in. And one of the things, you know, going back to the, the U.S. Treasury report that we were talking about earlier, one of the things that they cited is this, this, this concept of a concentration risk. And what that means is having all of your applications or workloads in one location can prevent or present a different level of threat or a different level of risk. And so what we believe in IBM is that we should, we believe in a hybrid multi-cloud approach. And so by in, in that, um, with, with a hybrid multi-cloud approach, you can run your applications or your workloads on any, in any location, on any cloud, on your, on, in your on-premise data center. And what that allows you to do is prevent that, that concentration risk that came up in the U.S. Treasury Cloud Report. Fascinating. So is there a difference between resiliency and redundancy in terms of having the ability to protect oneself? Yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of really interesting cybersecurity backup and resilient uh, redundancy uh, features that, that really play into your ability to have cyber resilience. So you use the word innovation, which of course is... It's not just a buzzword. It is what's happening. Uh, for those of you who are watching, uh, um, you know that I'm older than Brianna. I'm 74 chronologically. For those of you who are not watching, I just told you I'm 74 chronologically. And there are tens of millions of people over the age of 50 for whom things that we're discussing are actually frightening, unknown, because it's the unknown that pe frighten people. I have to not be frightened of it. I love it. I embrace it. We love innovation. And it, it, the reality of life is that innovation is going to go faster and faster, not slow down. Is that a fair statement to say? I absolutely believe that's fair. I mean, I, I keep citing this, a, a recent quote that I saw that said by 2026, all of the revenue, half of all the revenue in the world will, will come from new businesses and new services and new channels. And that's only a few years away. So I think we're in a really interesting time in terms of the speed and, and disruption that's going to occur. So that is very funny that you said that because, you know, that is called the Chinese curse. You should live in interesting times. Oh, interesting. Well, I definitely think we're living in interesting times for we sure. We are. There's no question. I mean, look, you, you, I could say the letter is chat GPT right now, and most everybody will at least shake their head and say, I know what it is, may not be using it. And of course, AI, artificial intelligence, if people know that it's there, may not be using it. But you at IBM, again, I urge everybody, ibm.com forward slash cloud ibm.cloud.com forward slash cloud. It is a, a vital place for you to get true, useful information. Uh, we only have a couple more minutes, uh, wonderful Brown. And again, I truly thank you for making the time to come here and share your vast knowledge with us. So let's just take a peek into the future. I mean, you just you just made my hair stand up when you said by 2026, that's three years away. <laughs> you know, talk about the speed of innovation. What do you foresee for the future of cybersecurity? 
Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, IBM is so focused on protecting our clients' data now and into the future. And a big part of that is going to be quantum. And we've invested heavily in quantum. Quantum is something that we have um, a heavy amount of research around. And But quantum has amazing use cases, but it can also pose a threat. And so in IBM, we have what's called IBM's you know, cryptographic solutions that allow us to be resistant against those threats that quantum could um, potentially uh, provide. And you know, those are that area of expertise is something that's going to continue to evolve and we are continuing to invest in. But I think you know, IBM's been a leader in that area for quite some time. So you just used a term that I thought I was familiar with, but I'm not, obviously. You are saying quantum, Q-U-A-N-T-U-M. Now, yeah. of course, when I hear quantum, I can only add another words after it called physics. But we are talking about quantum physics, and yet really we're not. We're talking about quantum dealing with the speed, the efficiency of, I, I assume, data processing. Is that correct? Absolutely. And it's pretty interesting, actually. You'll have to go do a web search. And, and even, even the, the computer themselves are actually gorgeous. It looks like a chandelier almost. I'd love to have one in my house, but I don't think I can afford that. <laughs> so, this is so, this is so eye-opening. <laughs> yeah, but go, go check one out. They're gorgeous. And um, they require a lot of refrigeration and cooling. But um, that's really the future in terms of the processing speed and power that's needed. Again, this is uh, so wonderful that you're here. We only have less than a minute. Please give us 30 seconds, glimpse of what you see happening vis-a-vis cybersecurity. You know, I think that what we have to do is make it easier for developers to build applications. And the, the easier we can make um, security so it's all built in, it's baked in, and we're taking the guesswork out of it. And we're able to predict when someone might have, you know, a, a, a misconfiguration in a cloud in a um, in a cloud service. If we can pinpoint that, show that that misconfiguration has occurred, and make it just easier to rectify those kinds of mistakes, I think that's got to be the future. And that being able to sense when someone's made an error and help to resolve those, I think that's really, um, you know, in the near term future where we need to you know, focus. That is an excellent, that's a very hopeful glimpse of the future. Thank you. So again, everybody, ibm.com forward slash cloud. Can't be easier. ibm.com forward slash cloud. This is Barry Shore, your host on Insider Tips. We are honored to have with us Brianna Frank, who's the Vice President of Product Design for IBM Cloud, ibm.com forward slash cloud. Thank you very much, Brianna. Listen to our how we always say goodbye to the hundreds of thousands of people around the world. Listen to us. Go forth, live exuberantly, spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Joy of Living podcast. Now that's another step towards your healthier, happier, and wealthier life. Never hesitate to do good in the world, no matter what the situation. Join us for another upbeat discussion next time at BarryShore.com. And be sure to leave a rating and subscribe to the show to get more conversations like this. And remember to share it with your family and friends too. See you on the next episode.